friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm doing okay. Uh, as this rec- as we're recording, it is Mother's Day. So yeah. happy Mother's Day to our friends and mothers. Yeah, yeah, all there. the friends and mothers. Yeah. But especially the real actual mothers, right? No, everyone. Everyone has a mother. We should all celebrate. What yes, do you think? Especially, especially mothers. What do you think of people who I'm trying to walk lightly here? Careful. On on Mother's Day or Father's Day, people who are pet moms and pet dads trying to like step up and take credit. I don't care. I, I guess I don't care because I'm not a parent, but it does feel insulting <laughs> to me. And that's, if you know, you and I are pet parents. We don't have actual human children. Yeah. We have, I hate, I hate the phrase fur babies. I hate that too. And I hate when people like, when I tell people I don't have kids or like, well, do you, <clears throat> well, that, that's okay. Cause you're, you're a dog mom or you're a cat mom. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm child free by choice. Yeah. I didn't, you know, like if I wanted to, but then. You know, people have reasons to celebrate or not. Yeah. They might have lost a mother. They might have infertility issues. They might be, you know, so any reason anyone wants to celebrate a holiday, do it. Okay. Um, I'm not offended. I'm not. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be trying to get offended on behalf of yeah. someone else who hasn't said they're offended. Yeah. So if mothers are actually offended by people saying, happy Mother's Day to me, the dog mom or Father's Day to me, the dog dad yeah that's on them or that's not on them once i hear that consensus then i'll be like okay i was right (laughs) although something very funny happened today with with my family we got together with my side of the family and my mom told my sister to like um take like a hundred dollars out of her account because my sister has power of attorney whatever long story yeah and then to me she's like and give natalie fifty (laughs) dollars so i get half as much for Having yeah. a yeah, well, she better give you the fifty dollars, or else I'll be like Morty Seinfeld at the end of our lives, saying Uncle Leo never gave you the fifty dollars yeah. that your yeah. dad won at the racetrack. Yeah. You know what that fifty dollars comes to with interest? <laughs> I love I love Seinfeld. We cannot go. No, we can't even get into the show itself without referencing Seinfeld. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, that whole conversation made me realize you and I watch uh. Grand Crew. We never, we really talk about the current sitcoms we watch. Yeah. Uh, Grand Crew is great, especially yeah. this second season, which either just ended or is about to end. I can't I remember. I think it's about to end. About to end. Uh, I would say um, is even better than the first oh, season. Maybe it did end. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, Grand Crew is a great show. But they did a, the, there's a running joke where one of the characters thinks he deserves credit for Father's Day because he's a plant dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm also yeah. I'm also a plant mom. <clears throat> you many, are many, many yeah. times over. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is not a show where we discuss Mother's Day mm-hmm. or plants or other sitcoms besides Friends and How I Met Your Mother. It's a show where we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother every week. In concurrence, we uh, keep pace with the seasons. We compare, contrast, talk about also other sorts of things that are tangential or related. Yeah. In some of it to the show. We are currently <clears throat> on season five, episode five. Season five, episode five of, five of Friends is called The One with the Kips. And season five, episode five, 
of How I Met Your Mother is called Dual Citizenship. But we're going to put a pin in Dual Citizenship, and we're going to start with Season 5, Episode 5 of Friends, the one with the kips. I'm already confused by the title, because there's just one kip, right? Well, I was thinking about this, but how they were going to like splinter off, so it could be... Phoebe, Rachel, and maybe Joey are the Kips because they're splintering off. They're Do there, you think fading into the distance? I wonder because I know we've had way back when we started doing this show, we had at least one friend slash mother tell us that we should watch instead of the HBO Max ones, the DVD releases because they're the producers' cuts. Mm. Do you think there is a cut of this episode? And let, friends and mothers who are fans of the DVD versions, let us know in which. There's a scene or a line where that group does, like Phoebe and Rachel do, decide to like name themselves the Kips. Yeah. I yeah, wonder. I think it, or it could also just mean Kip and Rachel. <clears throat> right. The real Kip who is unseen. And the new Kip. And the new Kip who is Rachel. Yeah. Um, even though they try to say that she's not. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Friends and Mothers does the DVD. Uh, does the producer's cut make any sort of reference to Kips in the episode? Yeah. As a group? Yeah. Um, okay. So let's uh, so let's just we haven't jumped into the episode yet. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, we start in. I'm sorry. We start in uh, Joey and Chandler's apartment. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the night. It's 3.02 a.m. In the morning, yeah. A.m. in the morning, yeah. Uh, the morning. yeah. Um, that was actually a, uh, um, a a pet peeve of my dad's when people would say that something was like, like, woke me up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's like, me personally... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Which what's the? Oh, go ahead. I say it all the time. Yeah, there's a, another show I reference all the time, BoJack Horseman. There's a thing uh, when BoJack gets back together with uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Phil. What is Kazaz? I can't remember the guy's first name, but his old friend who produced the show and his voice based in the Tucci, and they get back into their like riffing mm-hmm. groove. And there's a whole thing about like, uh, can I ask you a question? It's like just ask. The question. Why do we need to introduce the question, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? The question. <laughs> anyway, um, it's just to so, prepare someone. Yeah. For the, um. Three o two a.m. is when it it starts, and I was looking up to see. I was trying to remember what time the um. What was it in the Amityville Horror? Like at the same, there was something that happened at the same time every night. The oh. clock. The clock yeah. stopped it, but it was three fifteen. I, I was oh, like, I knew okay. it was around that time. <laughs> I thought it was an Amityville Horror reference. Have you seen or read the Amityville Horror? Yes, uh, I watched the Patty Duke one, the original. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You um, didn't watch the uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Rada Mitchell, Ms. Melissa George. I'm trying no, to remember who I was didn't, in that. But I, I started reading, I started reading, it and I got too scared. <laughs> yeah, I never read it. Um, but yeah, I've seen. I don't know why I thought I could read it. Like I scare very easily. Yeah. What's the scariest book you've read? Mm, probably The Shining. Scariest book and movie. You like Joey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I've definitely seen the original and the remake, but I've never seen any of the many, many, many sequels. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Monica and Chandler. Monica is sneaking over to Chandler's apartment at three three o two in the morning, a.m. in the morning, because um, that's the only time they can like find the privacy to get it on. But Joey wakes up, and it's I don't know if this is funny. This moment's funny, but it's funny that Joey like. <laughs> just opens the door and goes Monica like he just knows Monica Monica is in the apartment whispering for like 15 seconds and yeah. Joey wakes up and goes Monica yeah. he just knows um, so then uh, they trick Joey and thinking it's that the sun, that it's, it's morning yeah. uh, there's a funny joke there uh, they make a plan to spend the weekend away so they don't have to to, to sneak around yeah. um, and the, like he's supposed to go to a conference and she says she's going to uh, say she's going to a culinary uh, fair, yeah. a culinary fair in in New Jersey, and then it turns out he also said his conference was in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so uh, they they kind of almost get caught there the next morning when their lies are kind of overlapping. Um, Ross shows up because he needs to tell Rachel that he's agreed to Emily's terms that he not. See Rachel. see Rachel anymore <clears throat> uh, but she's not there and Ross is freaking out and he's he's drinking uh, he's, he's gulping Pepto-Bismol or whatever I didn't get a chance to Epto. look at the, it was Pepto-Bismol <laughs> Epto. that's um, always how they do props it. to the props department yeah yeah um, but then Rachel does come home uh, with a Zabar's bag she's been Zabar's to Zabar's bag, yep. um, and props uh, to the props department yeah and the rest of the gang pretend that they're there to flip Monica's mattress yeah. just basically to go into the room and leave Ross yeah. and Rachel alone. So they yeah. go in there to flip the mattress. There's a funny thing where Rachel's like, could you do mine next? Which is funny. Um, there's also a very funny thing where Joey, after it happened the last time when they were like fighting, um, Joey foresaw it happening again and packed like a, an emergency kit yeah. that has um, like provisions. It has like snacks, but also like games, which is fun. Yeah. And then also condoms, which is uh Funny because his reasoning. We might have to po- repopulate the planet. There are so it's it's such a funny conversation yeah. because there are so many layers in which he's wrong. Yes. like he's because he's like we don't know how long we're going to be in here. We might have to repopulate the planet. Which does Joey think if they're in there long enough, the bedroom becomes the entire they, planet, or like yes. does he think everyone else has died? Right, that doesn't make any sense. Right, and then of course as Chandler points out, like with with yeah. condoms, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that reminds me, not to this extent, but um, speaking of more recent sitcoms that we love, we love Superstore. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. And some of my favorite scenes ever in Superstore were just like the team meetings where like yes. one misunderstanding would lead to another, would yes. lead to another. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> and like there's the one where they're, they're, the union rep is there and like they're... Um, uh, <laughs> she's like what word what words do you think of when you think of union and they're trying to think of other words but then someone's like unionization and they're like ah you can't use the word and then she's like we're not playing taboo and then Justine is like incest no yeah that's taboo in every country <laughs> and then we cut to another scene and we cut back we, realize, we see that the um, the strike organizer, ha- organizer has given in and written incest on the board <laughs> It's one of my favorite scenes in oh, that's very the history of a, a great sitcom. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So, uh, so anyway, out in the in the living room, Ross is trying to talk to Rachel, tell her what happened, but then Rachel gets opens a letter from her mom, to that in which she learns that um, her childhood dog, who is still alive and very old, died, but also not of old age, which is right. like it's very darkly funny, but yeah. it is very funny. Yeah. Uh, actually, we'll actually get to it in funniest moments. Okay. Um, but now that I'm saying that, I realize that it's super strange that. Rachel's mom was like, "Let me let me write Rachel a letter about this." Yeah, you, that's a phone call. But also, so Rachel's where we get the phrase "catching up with our correspondence" for yeah. this show because yes. that's what she said she was going to do in the one where no one's ready. Why, yeah. So maybe it's like a, a she got a, it from her mom. Yeah, it's a a, a Green family or whatever Rachel's mom's maiden name is yeah. family tradition to yeah. like communicate via the post, the written word. Uh, Epistolaries, right? Yeah. Wait, I think an epistolary is an, a novel that's unfolds entirely in letters. Is that right? Okay, call to action, friends what? and mothers. What is an epistolary? I mean, we could look it up. But that's no, that's what we fun. have the friends and mothers okay. for. Yes, they're just our our Google. Our Google. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get to the um, the hotel. Monica and Chandler in the hotel. And Chandler turns on the TV and sees that there's a live car chase in, in progress. But all Monica can think of is she picks up one of the cups and there's lipstick on it. Yeah. And she wants to change rooms. And at this point, I am Team Monica. Right? Did you check into a hotel room and there's lipstick on the glass? That's gross. However, like we should all assume that everything is filthy in a hotel room. You just kind of have to let go and let I get, God. I see what you're ways. saying but like to a certain point like it's a game we all yeah like it's a it's a it's a lie agreed upon we with remove, us and the staff we but, remove the top sheet and hope that yeah the actual but when there's clean. evidence yeah like gross. lipstick on a glass yeah. I would also I think want to change rooms but it's the same like it's going to be the same in all the rooms that like cleaning practices but yeah I guess just just knowing that there's evidence there yes that's all that's all. Okay. So you wouldn't want to change rooms? Um, no, I wouldn't use any of the glasses, and I'd probably do a little clean, do a little cleaning yeah. of my own. I would Lysol wipe down the remote and the surfaces. and. So you've brought Lysol wipes. Of course. Yeah, of course yeah. you have. Yeah. And, and Monica probably would, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to remember, remember why last summer in San Diego we changed rooms. Uh, but I think that was for good reason, because we specifically told them that we had a dog with us, yeah. and they put us on, like, the ninth floor. And it's like, yeah. I want we want to, like, first yeah. or second floor, like, near the stairs so we can take the dog out. It's like... Yeah, also our dog has a bum leg. Yeah, exactly. She does have a bum leg. Um, I mean, it's not like we're going to make her go down nine flights of stairs. I know, but take still, it's like, in the middle of the night when you want to, like, just take her out to go to the bathroom yeah. or whatever, it's kind of like a schlep to go in the elevator, go yeah. nine stories. And I feel like that's it's, it's strange. I'm not, like, complaining. It is strange to me, like, the if you have a pet, you should default to the lower floors, which shouldn't be a problem because the lower floors are not the desirable ones. People want to be up high, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, typically. Yeah. Yeah, so strange. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we did we did move rooms, but we didn't, like, complain about it. Or No one hated us the way that um, the, the bellhop comes to hate uh, yeah, Monica. Yeah, because she moves multiple times. Yeah. But that's a fun... Um, 
call to action is um, hotel horror stories. Oh, I was going to say, have you ever asked to switch rooms? Yes, that's fine. Okay, have you? But if there's, you know, a horror story about a gross room, I'll take it. Okay. My sister was just telling us that they stayed in Laughlin for a weekend, and their room was infested with grasshoppers. They were, oh, yeah, I was going to say crickets. Yeah, grasshoppers. Grasshoppers everywhere. Yeah. Um, there were also grasshoppers in the elevator. Now, according to your sister and her husband, there were somewhere between 50 and 1,000 grasshoppers <laughs> in the elevator. I'll give you one guess who thought it was 1,000. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yeah, she wants to change rooms. Chandler wants to watch the car chase, which I feel like... I do think you and I... If we turned on the TV and there were a live car chase in action, we'd probably both be like, mm-hmm. let's see how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Although, I mean, there's so many but, here in Los Angeles and they're But I think that's all the more reason that we're slow, like... Like very slow moving. Yeah, that's it's not true. a lot of action. It's just like... No, it's very slow, but it's weirdly like captivating. And, agreed. Yeah. 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 I think I, I think that makes it more... That's the reason why, like maybe people who aren't from big city (laughs) or just LA not just any big LA specifically I think is like a weird like police car chase city and it's it is uh, yeah it's like earthquakes or when it rains like everyone's got to talk about it you know Um, it must be so annoying to be like on Twitter and not be anywhere near Los Angeles and have to hear about every time it rains (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's very rare that it rains here Although not lately, yeah. uh, we are way off track. Yes. Okay, uh, lightning round. Let's let's start going back yeah. into this. Uh, Ross tries to talk to Rachel again at the perk, but her nose starts bleeding. Um, Monica keeps wanting to change rooms for different reasons because they paid for an ocean view, not a garden view. And Chandler just wants to um, watch the 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 car chase. There's a thing here that I don't know if it's it's a, another dark joke in this episode. Maybe even darker than the dead dog joke, where in the middle of their argument, when he's talking about the car chase, Monica says something like, uh, that idiot thought he could drive from Albany to Toronto on uh, half a tank of gas. And he said, and Chandler says, don't speak ill of the dead. Yeah. So that means the car chase ended with the guy dying. The guy died, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, but then uh, Chandler says a really dumb thing. Just every once in a while, Chandler is like, oh, right, this guy's never been in a relationship yeah. with a woman before. Yeah. He says, uh, geez, relax, mom. Yeah. He, he has D- terrible luck with women. I mean, we love not, Janice. It, yeah, it's not luck. He's an idiot. But he's an idiot, yeah. yeah. But he's never had, like, a long relationship aside from Janice. You know, because he kept... Bring and Janice isn't really a long relationship so much as a series of short relationships. A series of short relationships, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, mom. So Ross finally tells Rachel at the perk, and she does not take it well. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, not at the perk, sorry. At, at, the, at apartment. the apartment. And she does not take it well, and she storms out. Um, then we get a little uh, interstitial where we see the World Trade Center towers. Mm-hmm. Um Chandler is home from the weekend. He's pissed, but uh, he did see uh, future U.S. President Donald Trump uh, <laughs> getting into an elevator uh, yeah. during his, his stay. Um, 
Monica shows up and wants to talk, but really she just wants to pay for her half of the room. Um, and she's shocked that the room was $300 for two nights, right. which is like... Not not at all shocking. That's very reasonable. Yeah, that's a, that's a bargain room now. But the joke um, is that he charged for every single one of the rooms. Did $25 for a room? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, everyone's just in a bad mood. Ross is... We're back at the park. Ross is bummed uh, about not being able to talk to Rachel. Monica's still pissed at Chandler. She has a thing about, like... Because Joey says, like, if anybody told me I couldn't see one of you again, I wouldn't, yeah. uh, 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 you know, I, I I wouldn't be able to cope. And Monica's like, I could probably do it, meaning she can never talk to Chandler again because yeah. she's pissed. Uh, Rachel shows, well, Ross goes to the bathroom and then Rachel shows up. And she's also pissed and, and, and defeated. And she's this is where she says she's like, Kip, yeah. um, Chandler's old roommate. Now, last week you said that we'd heard of Kip before. Have, I, I thought that we had. Okay, it's possible that I and I just don't remember. Yeah. Um, that because we must have because we got he, that episode where, where they all met. Yeah. So we must have gotten. They've talked Kip, about him before, or we might have even seen him in that episode. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. That that. Uh, yeah, we saw that flashback. There was an entire episode about the meeting for the first time. Um, so uh, Rachel's afraid she's going to get phased out, whereas she always thought that Phoebe was the one who was going to get phased out because she like, uh, yeah, she says like you don't, you know, you're not related to anyone, and you live the furthest away, you lift right out, which yeah. is like mean. Yeah, Phoebe is very upset, and she is upset about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, Joey uh, Chandler comes home, and Joey says the hotel called and said you left behind an eyelash curler. And uh, Chandler makes up a really stupid lie about how it's his eyelash curler. Yeah. And Joey's like, oh, I thought you were going to say you brought home a girl and she left it behind. And Chandler's like, that yeah, that would have been a better lie. would have been better. Yeah. Um, but Joey thinks that Chandler was on a gay cruise. Um, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back at the perk, Phoebe is pissed at Rachel. But Rachel talks her into wanting to split off with her and... and, and uh, start a new group, um, and then something else uh, comes up that we'll talk about later. Uh, so, um, finally, Ross or no, no, Ross comes and talks to Rachel and says he talked to Monica and he's going to be the one to step back. And and Rachel's like, uh, no, that's not going to work, you know. And I'm I'm still just sad. I'm not going to see you too. Yeah. And and um, Ross at Ross asks what. Well, well, what would you do? Which made me wonder, what would you do, Natalie, if you were in Ross's shoes? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I would, I would talk to Emily and say like this, that's impossible. Like, how else? Like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I have to remember that. And Ross... then I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with anyone who would expect that of me. Yeah, yeah. So it's that, more about too. Emily. But it's also we have to remember that Ross has been got married once got his heart broken in a way that it completely blindsided him and made him so paranoid and insecure about relationships that there is a part of him that's like i need to do whatever i can to hold on to all of this marriage because he fucked up so royally at their wedding yeah he knows it's his fault yeah yeah. uh anyway so um he fucked up royally because it was in england (laughs) (laughs) it is funny yeah and it's funny that like um uh 
Like other countries have royals. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we, I guess, in America tend to just think of the royals yeah. as being the English royalty. Yeah. I guess because there are old uh, tyrants. Yeah. We, th- we threw them off. Yeah. Still reveling in the victory there. Yeah. Um, uh, so then Chandler comes to Monica and in a very, in, in a move very reminiscent of Ted and Stella, Chandler assumed they broke up from yeah. that argument. Yeah. Just like Ted assumed they broke up when Stella uh, argued and then stormed off at brunch at the uh, popover pantry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and Monica's me. like, this was just a fight. This is not yeah. over. And they're both happy about yeah. that. Yeah, she's like, if you ended it after the first fight, you'd never have a relationship longer than, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, so they're back, and not only are they back together, they are formally like saying this is a relationship. You know, so yeah. it's actually this represents a step forward, which yeah. is good, uh, good writing. Yeah, I think well done, writers. Um, so then, uh, all the gang's all together, and um, Phoebe or Rachel says something about Monica's trip, and Monica mentions also seeing Donald Trump, mm-hmm. which you see the like a uh, a light go off in Joey's head, and then Monica asks Rachel to borrow an eyelash curler because she left hers behind, yeah. and um, uh. Uh, and Joey gets it. Yeah. Um, and it reminded me of, I can't remember, did you see 22 Jump Street? with no. the? Okay. So that's they go to college, and Jonah Hill ends up sleeping with Ice Cube's daughter. Ice Cube is his boss. Okay. You know? Okay. And did you see, I don't remember, did you even see the first, the 21 Jump Street movie? Mm, so, part of it. So Channing Tatum's character is like <laughs> real dumb. Okay. So it's a very similar moment where like. He pieces together. There's like tension between Jonah Hill and Ice Cube because they both know what happened, but they're not talking about it at like work. And the moment when Channing Tatum's character way, way late finally pieces it together is one of the biggest laughs of that whole movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joey could not handle himself yeah he's like oh yeah. and they take him into the room and tackle him on they the bed put their hands him. over his hand over his mouth yeah um so uh uh okay so then phoebe um and then yeah, that's kind of how the episode ends chandler and monica like admit to joey but say you can't tell anyone and yeah. then we end with phoebe and rachel out on the couch thinking uh, oh, they're trying to keep Joey from joining our group, which yeah. is the Kips, even though they haven't called it that. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the end of the episode, except for a pretty amazing tag at the end where Phoebe has is playing the Mad Libs from Joey's emergency <laughs> pack. Uh, and I'll, Monica has a line that's amazing that we'll say for funniest moments. Yeah. But then she also says, uh, rules are fun. Rules control the fun. Yeah. And I just realized how much... Monica is a woman after my own heart. Yes, rules help control the fun, and that it's, scene that is, is very a, much like there are rules for. You always say, "Yeah, there are rules for a reason." And yeah, I'm very much a rules person, like Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, kindred spirits. Uh, do you have any other stray observations, or should we move on to funniest moments? Let's move on. We don't have time for okay. Dilly-dallying. I'll, yeah, you're right. I'll start with the dark one, um, which is Rachel reading the. <laughs> The letter from her mom about her dog dying mm-hmm. <laughs> and having to turn the page halfway through. Or mm-hmm. uh, she says, he was hit by an ice cream truck and dragged for nine teen Teen-teen. blocks. Yeah. <laughs> so As if funny. nine. And the fact that 
Rich's mom, writing the letter, wrote nine dash and then followed it up on the second page. Team, Team blocks. <laughs> That's uh, very funny. All right. Um, I have quite a few funniest moments. Yeah. Um, one of the ones is when, um, well, should I go in chronological order? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. When um, Rachel feels bad for like insulting Phoebe, saying that she's she's the one who lifts out. Lifts out. Yeah. Um, she's like, let's start our own like splinter group. Like, yeah. let's go off on our own. Um, Phoebe. Well, we'll get to that's a whole d- different thing. Um, so then they're gonna go on a trip, and like Ross comes in, and Phoebe says, um, "Okay, bye, Ross." <laughs> and you know that I love when people say things under their breath. Yes, yes. That's my kind of humor. Yes. Well, speaking of, we're doing the, a running joke, this thing, a running bit, this thing, is we're talking about other sitcoms. Yeah. The Bob's Burgers episode, <laughs> when they've agreed, the Bob's Burgers has agreed to cater the school's, like, uh, fundraising event, or, uh-huh. or be one of many booths. Yeah. There's a bunch of different food booths, yeah. and they're going to be one. And there's finally like a, they're very busy, and then like there's a, finally a slowdown, and so Bob says to Linda like, "All right, you can take a twenty minute break and go get some of those pierogies." And Linda's like, oh, "What? What? There are pierogies?" And Bob says, "You've been muttering pierogies under your breath for the last half hour." <laughs> that that is Natalie's kind of humor. Very much so. Um, okay, when uh, Rachel gets a nosebleed at the perk, she has yes. to like tilt her head back, and Ross says. I can't see you anymore. Meaning, I can't. Emily doesn't want me to see you anymore. And she says, "I know it's ridiculous. I can't see you either." <laughs> she said, "Yeah, no, it's ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, I have that down as well. Um, okay. When um, Rachel is like making the argument that like she's she's Kip, Joey's like, "No, you're not Kip." And she's like, "Joey, you don't even know who Kip is. Who cares? You're Rachel." <laughs> um. Well, I've got a great Joey line that I can't believe you didn't steal from me already. When Chandler and Monica are arguing in the hallway about, like, Monica's like, I just want to pay for my half of the room, you know, and, like, they're sniping back and forth. And then Joey sticks his head out and says, what are you guys woofing about? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Um, that is funny. And then they lie and say that it's because, like, uh, Chandler, like, stole a 20. And then <laughs> yeah. Joey's like, now that you mention it, I'm constantly out of 20s. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you Chandler have seems 20s. to have a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got more. Okay, me too. Um, I like the idea of, like, this is what 9 o'clock looks like. Like, Joey's never been awake at 9 o'clock. Is he yeah, so he doesn't know the night? sun's up yeah. at 9 o'clock. Yeah, he says, I'm going to go freshen up, watch that sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a small one, but it made me laugh. Um, Rachel trying to convince Phoebe to start their own group, and yeah. she says, we're the best ones. We're the best ones. I have yeah. that down. And then, like, we got to get Joey. Yeah, which I was going to hold for Let's under the umbrella. Joey. But, okay. yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, when, I mean, this is kind of like a dumb joke, but it worked for me. When Rachel is sad about um, Lapu, the dog. Yeah. Um, she's crying and like Phoebe's trying to comfort her. Because Phoebe thinks that she's crying because Ross because told Ross her. Because Ross told her. Which he hasn't yet. Yeah. And then Rachel says, it's Lapu. And Phoebe says, I know it's Lapu, but it's not going to be like this forever. It'll get better. <laughs> yeah, I know it's Lapu now. Um, okay, and then my favorite, another one that, I thought it was very funny, but also made me like. Oh, I have another one. Um, 
I think I, like I think I'm kind of crushing on Monica uh, because of because of how much she's like me. Yeah. When Phoebe does the Mad Libs where she's replaced every word with Phoebe, yeah. Monica's like, that's fun, but it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> and Phoebe's yeah. like, doesn't count for what? It doesn't count in our heads as good Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah, <It's, laughs> I so get. You get it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't count. Um, also, when they're like lying about like getting together and flip the mattress. <laughs> Joey makes it worse by saying, um, so we pick it up and then we flip it. Yeah, so I say we pick it up and then we flip it. Yeah. And Phoebe says, oh, that's much better than my way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. Yeah, you're better at this. Um, should we want to make it fashion? Yeah, I only have one. Me too, but I go to get to go first. Okay. I love Joey's bright red sweater. Okay. Or sweatshirt. Okay. He's first wearing it, I think he comes into the perk, maybe? Wearing it under a jacket. so But I already liked it then. I was like, cool, cool bright red sweatshirt. And then I realized when they're like tackling him on the bed uh, that it has like two stripes around the elastic at the wrists and the bottom. Okay. And then I liked it even more. Okay. Kind of sporty. I, yeah, I covet that sweatshirt. Covet that sweater. Um, Phoebe's velvet dress, it's like a rust colored velvet dress. She has a little jacket over it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you start with what's under the umbrella. Okay. Well, we start with a dynamic bagel spread. Oh, I didn't even notice. Better than the one we even had today. We had a bagel bagel spread. Yeah, from Western Bagel, which from is... Western Bagels. I mean, it might not be H&H or whatever, but it's... Uh, wait, we've talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Have we talked about Western Bagels before? Yes, we talked because I oh was... We did this same thing for your mom's birthday, right? In March, yeah. In March, and then we did it today for Mother's Day. Bagels, yeah. And so we talked about, yeah, how Western Bagel is like the sort of original L.A. bagel chain. Yeah. And I talked about how, like, there's Noah's out here, but Noah's is owned by Einstein, so it's not really a local. It doesn't feel local yeah. anymore. But Western Bagel, since 1947. Wow. So just as old as your dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, way to drag my dad. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Um... Oh, hiding in the bedroom, eavesdropping. Yeah. I mean, it's under the umbrella, and that was part of the whole yeah. episode. Uh, Any more? I only have one that you didn't mention. Well, I have the Zavar's bag, but yeah. Um, well, there's also Jeff- Jefferson Market bag. Is That's that what a- Rachel carried? Okay, I'm glad yeah. you caught it, because I couldn't. I saw the word market, and I couldn't tell I what it said. I assumed it's also a local. Um, yeah, it looked like it. So I'm going to look it up. I'm not going to leave this. Um, we talked about this already, but um, under the umbrella, like um, pairings, pairings of friend, like splintering the, oh, the yeah, friendship yeah, yeah. group. And that's all I have for that. Jefferson Market Library? Huh. Maybe she was getting books? Mm. Does it, or maybe Je- Jefferson Market appears to be a neighborhood or a sub-neighborhood? Um, okay, oh. originally a courthouse, the Jefferson Market Library has served the Greenwich Village community for over 40 years. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. There used wait, wait, to be wait, a ho- Hold on. 2011, Jefferson Market closed forever in 2011. <gasps> but yeah, okay. that is it, Jefferson okay. Market. I'm glad we caught it. Um, also, uh, mazel to the Magna. There was no Magna. It wasn't even there? It was there, but it, it was, was just blank. It huh? was blank, yeah. Um, yeah, I said the only thing I had on the umbrella was just the um, Phoebe 
liking Joey and Phoebe yeah. wanting to have Joey around. Playing favorites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then, should we take a quick break? Yeah. Okay, we're back and we're ready to talk about season five, episode five of How I Met Your Mother, which again is called Dual, D U E L, Citizenship. Now they take it away. Okay. So we start this episode, everyone's um, bundling up. And you'll have to help me. Why are they bundling up? Because we no. were introduced to the road trip. No, you're jumping ahead a little bit. The very first scene, he's telling his kids about the weather. They're all bundling up. Why? This is part of the, like, talking about how, you know your Aunt Robin's Canadian. Yeah. She does things a little differently. Yes. She dresses a little differently. So there's a, there's a clip in the montage of everyone's oh, bundled oh, up. Oh, okay, okay. But she's in, like, okay. a tank and yes. skirt. Yes, I'm so bad at this. So this is to demonstrate that Robin's a different breed. They're all bundling up. It's cold outside, and she is wearing just, like, a little outfit yeah. ready to go to the beach. Yeah. Um, but we also get that she's... She yells and screams. She drinks differently. She's yeah. She uses um, words they don't know. She yeah. uses silly words that they don't know. Um, so yeah, we're introduced to Robin, um, and then I guess okay. So we flash back to the fight from um, Hoser Hut. Um, this isn't a flashback. We this is just we're reminded of it. We're just yeah. We just see that she got into a fight. At, and it, yeah, I guess we see it twice in the episode. She's getting a, um, I guess she's being sued by, it's like she broke someone's nose with a chair. Yeah, and they're sued. So now there's the concern that she might be getting deported um, and will have to apply for U.S. citizenship, right? Yeah. Um, Which, yeah. Um, not really sure what the... Uh, process for citizenship actually is but i'm pretty sure it's not like hey show up on the day of the test take the test and become a citizen yeah pretty sure it's not that it doesn't easy. doesn't work like that yeah um meanwhile ted is kind of getting annoyed that he misses his best friend marshall and yeah. um uh the i is becoming a we so every time he like talks to marshall it's like oh we're having a great day. Oh, we just got back from the doctor. Oh, we, so it's never an I. Um, yeah. Ted's getting annoyed by that and is um, nostalgic for um, for their old antics. Um, and then he hears that Gazola's is closing. It's yeah, it's, made, it's a chain, a like an old chain that they used to go for yeah. pizza in Chicago. They used to take. Um, these long road trips together, um, like 22-hour road trips where they ate beef jerky and piston bottles and yeah. listened to proclaimers, um, like fucked with highway patrol. Yeah. <laughs> they got into all kinds of crazy situations, but they had a great time. Um, let's see. Um, meanwhile, Barney is, like, testing Robin, but he's testing her on, like, ridiculous American pop culture. Yeah. And um, it actually kind of like works out because she's belligerently sticking to her guns like most yeah. Americans do. She's very poorly behaved. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, Marshall invites Lily onto this this road trip. So they so Ted and Ted and Marshall 
agree to go on a fun road trip to mm-hmm. get Gazzola's Pizza for the last time before they close. Yeah. And Ted's really looking forward to it as like a bonding um, time. Yeah, because he says friend. he misses he, him. That they, he doesn't get to spend time with Marshall alone anymore. Yeah. Um, Marshall is uh, has become a we instead of an I. Yeah, I already talked about that. Uh, yeah, I know, but I wanted to follow up on that oh. to ask, do you do that? Because I think I have come I to do, I do like that I, I think I say we yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean it depends like the audience, but yeah. But like I guess if. Someone who's a mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. is like texts me and it's like, "What are you up to tonight?" I'm gonna say, "We're doing this," or yeah. "We're free," or whatever. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume that they want to hang out with the both of us. So maybe we are Marshall. We are. We're, we're Lily Pad and Marshmallow. Yeah. Where are we? Um, okay, so Marshall invites Lily, and much to Ted's chagrin. Uh, it's a terrible road trip. She has to pee every five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then instead of, like, listening to, like, fun uh, fun music, she's listening to... She makes them listen to an audiobook um, narrated by um, Kenny Rogers called Sparky the Dog. Yeah. And by the way, it, just to confirm that it is Kenny Rogers doing the voice. It's not yes. someone doing a Kenny Rogers yeah. impression. I looked it up just to confirm. Yeah. That's pretty cool of him. Um, and then they are they have a terrible time because she's annoying Ted. It's not fun. Um, and yeah, she pees too often. Uh, and then they stop at a, a hotel. They think it's a hotel, but it's like a lover's retreat called Crumpet Manor. <laughs> and it's like designed for couples. Like everything is in couples, yeah. um, you know, mas- massages yeah. and activities. Um, Can I? I don't know if this is one of your funniest lines when Ted asks, "Is there anything for him to do?" Yeah, is it? That was okay. Yeah. Then I'll save it for funniest moments. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. You no. Go, go ahead. She's he, Ted asks, "Are like, are there anything? Is there anything mm-hmm. for a person to do on their own?" And she's like, "I'm sure I can come up with a <laughs> recreation package." Do you enjoy sitting on benches? Do you enjoy sitting on, like? There's nothing <laughs> that could possibly. Yeah. And that it reminded me of like um, when they go to a restaurant just as a couple, and the and the just, hostess is like, "Just, just two, two of you." <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, Barney and Robin. Um, uh, oh, okay. Robin gets wasted. She goes back to Hosier Hut. She like gets quote unquote gets. To Canadian, and yeah. she ends up in a hotel, like a destroyed hotel in Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Barney has to go and um, find her and get her and bring yeah. her back. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at Gazola's, uh, it's really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> the pizza, and then... Um, Wait, they- you said that Ted kidnapped... Marshall? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to... Okay, like, did I miss so, that? Yeah. sorry. Marshall and Lily are, like, having a, like, great romantic time. Ted is, like, furious. He's so sick of it. Um, so he... How does he get Marshall in the car? Uh, he asks him, like, he comes to the door and asks, do you want to come get beer oh, with me? Oh, come get beer with me, yes. And he's like, it's going to have to be a light beer because we've got a couple's hike tomorrow. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and they go to, or he, he kidnaps him. Yeah. Um, they end up having like a fun time and going to Gazola's and then when the when the chef tells them that the ingredient of the crust is cornmeal, 
And then Marshall's like, cornmeal. Lily's going to be pissed. We had yeah. a cornmeal Body couple's massage. Yeah. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Lily's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we find out that she didn't even realize, like, she's having a great time. Yeah. She's loudly enjoying her massages. We'll get to which, that in the funniest moments, okay. by the way. Um, uh, Robin is kind of sad oh they go to tim horton so they're in toronto they go to tim horton's um okay can i call something out here sure that i love i love tim horton's yeah i've been i've said i've said this before i've been to toronto three times each time for five days so i'm gonna estimate that i've been to tim horton's 15 times in my life wow because i go every day when i'm there i want to show you just to i know obviously the listeners can't see this but um, uh, Barney makes reference to them being in a Tim Hortons, like the most the most Canadian place, a Tim Hortons around the corner from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to show you. The Hockey Hall of Fame is in the center of this image. Okay. There are six Tim Hortons yeah. <laughs> that could be around the corner. Actually, this one here is literally in the lobby yeah. of the Hockey Hall of Fame. You can see it's yeah. called the... Uh, uh, Tim Hortons Hockey Hall of Fame Special Edition. Yeah. So like, there literally are Tim Hortons every Everywhere. two blocks yeah. in in Toronto, yeah. and it's it's good. Um, but it's like a Dunkin's or a Seven. And people 11. love Dunkin'. Yeah. You know, uh, I will say, I absolutely think to the yeah Dunkin' is the comparison. Yeah. And I think Tim Hortons beats Dunkin'. On breakfast, hmm, okay. but I'm gonna be an American and say I do still prefer Dunkin' coffee. I, I don't have anything against Tim Hortons coffee, but I would Dunkin' coffee is good. Dunkin' yeah. coffee is very good. Yeah, but the uh, the the bagel sandwiches at at Tim Hortons uh, are better than anything I've ever eaten from Dunkin'. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Robin's feeling kind of like maudlin. She's like. Um, I'm not American or Canadian. I'm a woman without a country. Oh, because the cashier tells her you, that she's, you're, she must she's be an American because she like she uses American dollars and doesn't, and doesn't say, doesn't please. say <laughs> please and thank you. Yeah. And she didn't know about the game last night. She, she didn't, didn't watch, watch the, the Leafs Oilers game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she feels sad because she's like, I'm going to come to New York, but I don't. I never want to change. Um, and then Barney stand gets up on the chair at Tim Hortons and insults everyone in the crowd. Um, and then he gets beaten up by very large Canadians. Yeah, because like Barney's an asshole who assumes all Canadians are soft because they're polite. Right. But, uh, but they pound the stuffing out of him, look, as Robin says. Here's the thing. Think about David Cronenberg. You know, Guy mm-hmm. Madden. Mm-hmm. Like... Underneath all of that placid politeness, Canadians are, there's some deep psychosis there. Sure, anywhere, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's plenty of uh, scary, tough Canadians. So yeah, Barney gets beaten up, he gets um, the stuffing pounded out of him, and then um, he uh, obtains some free health care, which yeah. is great. and still complains. And still complains about it. Um, but yeah, he's all, he's all busted up. And then um, Robin agrees that she she has she's a woman of two countries. She's going to get dual citizenship. Yeah, um, which is sweet. Oh, and apparently very easy to do. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I totally forgot that. Like part of the 
part of Ted and Marshall's nostalgic road trip is um, the beef jerky and tantrum soda. So tantrum is like a through line through all the episodes. So this is like the super highly caffeinated, like a jolt or... Um, well, I think the um, yeah, jolt is definitely I think or or nitro. Nitro, but yeah. the I wrote the reason I wrote this down is the packaging of tantrum is clearly meant to uh, recall surge or Mountain Dew. But yeah, but surge. surge. Yes. That's yes, because yes, yes. like that's the timeline. Yeah. Like you know, mid to late nineties is when they were in college, or I guess early to mid nineties. I forget that they're older than I am. Well, they were in college in the ninety in the early to mid nineties. Yeah, mid like what what was surge like ninety five ninety six. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember one day this is insane to think about this happening at a public high school now I hope it wouldn't happen but um, Coca-Cola like gave all everyone in my high school a free surge one day for lunch because they said that more surge was sold at our high school's vending machines than like any other oh vending God. machine in I, I don't know the city or the district or the region or something which is like so they awarded you by giving you more surge. more free like highly caffeinated Yikes. sugar yeah uh yeah now i can't even imagine i do high schools even still have like coke Soda machines? coke vending machines and stuff know. like yeah yeah there was so much junk we had lots, yeah. We eat. had soda machines everywhere. Yeah, like time. in my, my in my middle school, there was like the main cafeteria line, and then there was also like a little store where you could get like cookies, and they mm-hmm. would have milkshakes sometimes and stuff. Like wow. it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but okay, yeah, so I, yeah, I was gonna bring up sir, or tantrum if you didn't tantrum. Really talk about that. Um, so I we get like a little sad thing where like a lab rat gets. Exploded. Explodes. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of side effects. It like it causes you to have like so much anxiety and then you have like superhuman strength and then you also hallucinate. We'll <laughs> yeah. see later or yeah. now. Because Ted hallucinates Marshall and Lily merging into one person yeah. and it's scary. We'd love a cornmeal body yeah. whatever. Um so yeah, they end up like having a great time on their road trip home. Uh, and then the little tag at the end is like Lily drank a bunch of tantrum and she's on the roof of the car. Oh, yeah. also, when you drink tantrum, you scream, Tantrum! Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we move on to funniest moments? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Barney's trying to make a point of like why USA is the best and then he chants the USA. Yeah. And Robin tries to do it with. Canada. It doesn't take, but then, like, to prove the point further, Barney says, I could do anything. Uh, shrimp fried rice. Shrimp fried rice. And everyone loves it. Yeah. And even Ted is walking in. He's like, Yeah, Ted shrimp doesn't, fried rice. That's also my first one. Ted doesn't know what's going yeah. on. Just and he like, just yeah, joins in. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, you stole my first one, so I'm going to say. Uh, Lily and Marshall, how much they enjoyed the audiobook and the corny, like, sub-Garrison Keeler yeah. like, humor of yeah. it, and just having huge grins on their face. Yeah, they loved it. That was it. funny. Yeah. Um, also, at Crumpet Manor, um, when they <laughs> when they come in from the outside, the um, mistress of the house or whatever, she goes, oh, look who's back from the wishing well. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, my last one here is um, 
we get the yeah the flashback of Lily being pampered the whole time there in Chicago uh-huh. and missing all the phone calls yeah. and like the phone starts vibrating and then Lily getting a massage starts uh, like mm-hmm. making the same mm-hmm. noise as the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, when they're at um, Gazola's and it's like there's like cockroaches everywhere. They just dis- they discover that like this is pretty gross. We don't like this anymore. Um, but. Uh, I think Ted says like, "Oh, that this mushroom is leaving," yeah. and then Marshall's like, "That mushroom isn't the only thing that's leaving." <laughs> so he's angry, but like says the funniest thing. That's very funny. That's all I have. Do you have any more? Um. Oh, just like I don't know how they did this when Marshall rips the phone book, <laughs> the yellow pages. Yeah, it must have. Been I mean, it was like a prop cut. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how they did that because yeah. it looked. So props to the props department. Props to prop, yeah. yeah, props to the prop department. It looked really good. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, a helmet on with black, co- like one like one, a beer yeah. helmet, but like one is black coffee. Yeah. Hopefully not too hot. Yeah. And the other one is, I keep wanting to say surge, but it's tantrum. Tantrum. Uh, should we move on to how I met your mother, but make it fashion? Yes. Um, I have a high and a low. <laughs> okay. I only so, have one notable thing. Marshall has a yellow plaid. Um, button-up okay. shirt that I liked a lot. Okay. And my low is Robin's outfit the entire episode. It's like a faux flapper dress. It has like sequins on the top and then like a dropped yeah. waistline yeah. and a belt and some boots, of course. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It's real, real bad. Yeah. Uh, the only, I, didn't, I didn't really like anything, mm-hmm. but uh, I mentioned last week during the all by ourselves thing when they're sad. Uh, Rachel's wearing a t-shirt while they're eating um, ice cream from Johnny O, which is a Los Angeles like surf casual wear type of place. Uh The chef, if that's what you want to call him at at Gazola's, had a Johnny O hat. Mm. So clearly there's some connection here. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, Which reminds me, this is speaking of connections, um, you know how AJ Soprano we, we haven't talked about Sopranos yet, so yeah. we always have to get some Sopranos reference. Yeah. You know, he's always wearing, like, new, new metal, like, yeah. T-shirts and sweatshirts. Yeah. So apparently he won, he wore, like, one, like, I don't know, Sepultura or something mm-hmm. um, in one episode. And Roadrunner Records noticed it and sent the Sopranos just a box of, of merch and being like, hey, if you want to dress AJ anymore. And that's why he's always wearing Roadrunner Records pants. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I wonder what Marilyn Manson did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, should we move on to what's under the umbrella? Yeah. So there's a callback to uh, Marshall's old Fierro when we get the, the yes. flashbacks yes. and the fact yes. that the Proclaimers tape is stuck in the tape deck. Yep. And so we hear, uh, I want to be 500 miles uh, three or four times. Yeah, so they said that they wanted to listen to, they were like, should we listen to some Van Halen? Yeah. But they instead listened to Sparky the dog again. Yeah, yeah, they listened to Sparky the dog again, which will bring us to our similarities. If you, unless you have oh, anything yeah. else under no, the umbrella. No. Uh, I do, actually. Okay. Um, obviously, Canadian Robin, Hoosier Hut, Hoosier Hut. Um, Lily making obscene noises when she gets a massage. <laughs> um, and there was mention of childhood obesity. Great. Because we can't get through an episode. Nope. Without some fat phobia. Okay. Sprinkled in. Um, but yes, we have so many similarities. This, there were, yeah, I... I I had fun with this. I have three, but you, uh, that's a lot for me. Okay, do your three, and then I'll add what I have. Um, 
Okay, well, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because um, the car chase goes from Albany to Toronto. Yeah. Um, uh, sadly, dog's getting run over. Yep. Because that's how the Sparky, the dog. Dog's dying. And and does it, wait, he gets run over, right? Or maybe he dies some other way. I can't remember. But the, well, the dog's die dog's in both. Dog's dying. Old Sparky and LePou. Yeah. And then this one's a real stretch. Okay. But uh, Rachel goes to Jefferson Market and there's a joke where Barney is grilling uh, yes. Robin about oh, American stuff. And, and we cut and she's like, mm, Jefferson. And he's like, you're right. Archie Bunker's neighbor was George Jefferson. Yeah. Like doing the pop culture. <laughs> yeah. American. Yeah. Um, that's a great one. Yeah. That's really thinking on your feet, Davey. Um, but yeah, I think a more obvious one is kind of like romantic getaways, field trips. Um, it, I mean, in How I Met okay. Your Mother, it's not supposed to be a romantic getaway, but Marshall and Lily end up having a romantic getaway. And then also uh, Barney tries to make the like Toronto hotel room a romantic getaway. Yeah. Um, obviously Chandler and Monica. Um, uh, okay. Um, taking sides, like friendships splintering off. So like Ted kidnaps Marshall away from Lily. Right. Um, also, we talked about local establishments, Zabar's, Tim Hortons. Yes. Um, this one is like a little bit of a stretch, but um, so the, uh, Ted and Marshall get stomach aches from, um, from Gazola's, you know? Yeah. And Ross has to drink Pepto-Bismol because his like That's right. anxiety stomach yeah. from having to tell Rachel he can't see her anymore. Yeah. Also, the idea of not being able to see and it also being like a mixed metaphor of like I oh understand. My gosh. Yeah. So, um when Ross says like I can't see you anymore and Rachel says I know it's ridiculous I can't I can't see you either and then um when Barney gets beaten up, um, Robin's like explaining like how she wants to get dual citizenship, and he says, "I see." And she's like, "Oh, so you understand?" He's like, "No, I could finally see out of my left eye." <laughs> okay, so miscommunications about seeing, yeah. and understanding, uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> um, let's move on to playing favorites. Okay, three, two, one, friends. friends. But it was both a good episodes. Difficult decision. Yeah, me too. But uh, this Friends episode, the, and both episodes were so funny. But this Friends episode, I think, was particularly funny to me with Joey. Like, you know, I'm gonna freshen up, watch that sunrise. What are you two whiff, whooping about? Yeah. And then, of course, the Monica stuff with the Mad Libs at the end is really what put it over That's, the top. Yeah. For me, it doesn't count in our heads as good Mad Libs. It's but so I funny. love that. But I also love Joey finding out and his response to finding out. Yeah. And it all seems so obvious to me and everyone is just so, like, gullible and in their own heads that they don't see what's clearly in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, should we move on to catching up with our, c- catching up on our correspondence? Yes. Um, we don't have much because um, the episode kind of posted late because of our, we were in Mexico. Uh, can't remember if we mentioned that. Um, but, 
Let's see. We did just get one from Paige, a follow-up about the... Um, uh, <laughs> the 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 roller coaster looks like a cinnamon roll, um, <laughs> but could kill you. So, uh, but th- I guess there's a whole like. Th- th- there's a uh, she she linked me to a YouTube compilation of TikToks okay. about the cinnamon oh. roll that could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see what else. Uh, that's the main one. I know we have. Uh, something from Steph, but I'm so far behind on my email. Uh, I didn't even like had a chance to check my personal email. Um, inside joke. Uh, <laughs> so I, I saw that Steph sent us, okay, here we go. Here are a few things, a few things. Let's go. Where are they? Okay. So Steph first says, Travels. I went to London for two days to finally meet my internet friend from my Lost fandom days. Hey, Lost is great. Uh, She's known him since 06, maybe, with plans to visit Paris. I would be so close I had to meet him. I always told him one day I would come to the UK, hug his neck, and stay on his couch. After researching things to do, I regret giving London only two days. Yeah, we had that problem in Prague. Mm -hmm. That we, like, had a Berlin trip, and we were like, hey, let's do a weekend within our Berlin trip in Prague. And we were like, we could be here for a week and a half. Yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah, only got in our bearings before it was time to leave. Just had to plan to visit again to fit everything in. The majority of the trip was spent in Paris. Six days ending in Disneyland Paris before the 30th anniversary celebration came to a close. To answer, Natalie, to answer Natalie's question, Tokyo Disney's 40th anniversary celebration ends next spring. At the moment, I'm psyching myself up for that long flight. Oof. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Steph says, French... Friends content. I should have mentioned that my hotel had one English-speaking channel on the TV. News that repeated every 20 minutes. Uh, I watched the one at the beach in French. Uh, Good thing I have the series memorized. Fun fact I saw on the internet. French people... I don't think she means all of them. French people learned to speak English from watching Friends. Some some French people. Yeah. Not like the whole country. And then she actually sent another one this morning that... uh, is just a, um, I don't know what this is. It's IZOD, Netflix, Stranger Things. Hmm. Oh, Lacoste. Oh, you were talking about Lacoste. I was talking about the little, yeah. The, yeah. All right. Yeah, the t-shirt with the alligator on is, uh. Weird Al Yankovic calls it in one song. I think right. that's all, but like I said, I'm not really, really caught up on everything. Um, so if I missed any, hopefully I'll get to them before next the next episode. Yeah. So that brings us to my favorite segment to introduce, which is called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what happened in the world on the days these episodes aired. So season five, episode five of Friends which uh, is called The One with the Kips, aired on Thursday, October 29th, 1998. Didn't, they didn't do a Halloween episode. Yeah. Unfortunately. Those are always the best. Yeah. Uh, as far as what happened on this day, um, I remember this. The NASA Space Shuttle Discovery blasts off with 77-year-old Senator John Glenn on board, making him the oldest person to go into space. 
I remember that. Do you remember that? Mm, no, but I've never really cared about space. That's true. That's a thing that you don't care about space at all. Um, I feel like there was something else that I saw that was of interest on this day. Um, oh, Nolan Gould was born. Uh, A.K.A. Luke Dunphy yeah. from Modern Family, the, the 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 son was born on that day. Um, why did I think there were three things? But no, I don't. Oh yeah, the other, other three thing is tied to the launching of the space shuttle. Um, the first HD TV broadcast in the United States was the launch of the space shuttle mission. I don't. Okay. There weren't very many television sets in homes in 1998 that were capable of receiving an HD broadcast. But that's uh, that's fascinating yeah. to me. Top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, number five, Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. At number four, Jennifer Page's It's Just a Little Crush. At number three, Drew Hill, How Deep Is Your Love? Not the Bee Gees. Uh, at number two, Bare, La- Bare Naked Ladies. It's banned. Uh, and number one, Monica, The First Night. Season 5, episode 5 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Dual Citizenship, aired on Monday, October 19th, 2009. That means there's at least one more Monday. There's one more Monday before Halloween. So maybe next week we get a Halloween episode of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. I hope. Uh, On that day, this is a bummer, like... I guess in keeping with the dark humor in this week's uh, uh, episodes, but... um, the American mass murderer Howard Unruh, or Unruh, uh, died in prison or in a mental health, like, uh, psychiatric mm-hmm. uh, thing. He, um, in 1940, I looked this up and now I can't remember, 1949, I think, um, when he was in his late 20s, he committed what I think, from what I can tell to this day, still the deadliest mass shooting in New Jersey history. He um, was a World War II vet who was, in retrospect, probably uh, suffering from a lot of PTSD and had multiple ongoing uh, um, disagreements with his local neighbors and the owners of local businesses in his neighborhood. So one morning, he got up and took a walk down the street and just shot, like, all his neighbors and all the business owners Jesus. killed 13 people. And they also shot just any other people who got in his way, including at least one six-year-old boy. Oh um, 13 people he killed, three more he wounded. Um, yeah. Sorry for the dark uh, dark turn there, but there um, wasn't a lot else going on. Yeah. Um, top five songs in the U.S. Uh, number five, Jay-Z, Run This Town. And number four, Jason Derulo's What You, what you Say. Uh, at number three, Miley Cyrus, Party in the USA. Uh, at number two, Jay Sean Down. And at number one, Britney Spears, Three. I, I know, I only know one of those songs that is not Party in the USA. I mean, I feel like I know Run This Town, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we know Britney Spears, Three. We just don't know what it is. I don't know. Three? I don't even remember that being a name of a song. Uh, well, let's move on then to our final segment, right? Okay. It's called... Challenge accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on the shows based only on the episode title. You got three called up? Let's get to the middle. 
Hmm. Well, yeah, I guess it's a blind spot. <laughs> yeah, for I don't us. know that song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I feel like. So this is 2000. I can't go on too much of a tangent, but like, the more that streaming music happens, the more often we get these songs that like debut at number one and then go away forever. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like a big push and then they yeah. debut and then they go away. Um, that's more. I think more common now than it used to be. Yeah. Okay. Season five, episode six of Friends is called the one with. Oh, we had first had to see on how, how see we how did we before. Did. Yeah. I said Emily arrives, but two blokes named Kip who have a right bone to pick with Paul. With, with, but with two blokes named Kip who have a right bone to pick with Ross the wanker. You said Robin needs her proof of Canuckship documents from some hoser she used to date. Barney is ready to drop the gloves and send this guy back to the penalty box. Hmm. There was some fighting, and there was. Canadian citizenship in question. Well, I mean, the episode is called yeah. Dual Citizenship. Yeah. Okay, no points. Yeah, no points awarded. You're still in the lead, in the lead don't worry. Okay. Um, so, season five, episode six of Friends is called The One with the Yeti. Part of me is, because I know there's a lot of body shaming, part of me is like, going to be like, um, like, Phoebe dates a hairy dude or okay. something. Okay. But also part of me is like, Phoebe... Phoebe thinks she saw a Yeti. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, oh, is, is it kind of like Pigman? <laughs> like when Kramer sees a Pigman? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to say <laughs> Phoebe <laughs> attempts to convince the gang that the uh, cryptozoological beast known as the Yeti does indeed walk the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so season five... Episode six. Episode six of How I Met Your Mother is called Bagpipes. Okay. Bagpipes. Um, is it maybe a Halloween episode? Um, I know bagpipes are traditionally used... At a funeral, in some funerals. Okay. Um, so maybe... Um, yeah, maybe it's not a Halloween episode. Um, but I think someone dies and the gang goes to a funeral. Okay. Someone... Do I have to be more specific? No, no, not with that. Because unless you're saying one of the gang dies, but I don't think you're saying that. If no. Like, yeah. Um, someone, the gang, would you say the gang know or the gang knows? Is gang plural or singular? Oh, we talked about this with bands. Um, yeah. The gang knows. Okay. So the ga- gang is singular? I feel like it's plural. The gang I think is- someone the gang know. Okay. Okay, you know what? 
call to action, friends and mothers, is the word gang singular or plural? Is it Guns and Roses is or Guns and Roses are? See, I think it's I think it's better to if you're doing a band to do one that doesn't end in an S because that okay. complicates things. Okay. So garbage is playing tonight or garbage, garbage are, are playing, playing tonight. tonight. That's better, yeah. 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 Um yeah. Okay. Where was I? Oh, right. I'm on the wrong thing here. Okay. Some of the gang know uh, ceases to walk the earth. Mm-hmm. And they attend a funeral. Mm-hmm. With a bagpiper. A funeral with a bagpiper but funny yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> okay but make it funny yeah <laughs> okay uh that brings us to the end of the episode you can of course uh oh yeah we got our our calls to action this yes. week um hotel horror stories yeah um have you ever changed rooms i want to know about the producer's cut if there's more references to the Kips, um, uh, I, I want to know the specific definition of the word epistolary. Um, we want to know, yes, have you ever asked to switch hotel rooms? And is the word gang singular or plural? Um, you can find, and you can answer those questions. You can find the podcast wherever you found it. You're already good at that. Um, that's in the bag. But there's also a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's the home of my other podcast, which is called Battleship Pretension. It's about movies. Uh, you can leave a comment there. You can tweet at me, which is how most people uh, get a hold of me, at Davey Pretension on Twitter. Uh, and you can also, uh, as Steph did this week, I like that Steph keeps us guessing. Sometimes she tweets at me. Sometimes she Instagram yeah. DMs me. This time she's emailing us. Keeping us on our toes. Keeps us on our toes. Yeah. yeah. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, so that's where you can find me and us. Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't. Um, however, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell them happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Um, That's right. Give us five stars, won't you? Yeah, call, um, call your mom. Call your mom. Uh, call your girlfriend. Call your mom. Um, yeah, I think no, that's kill it. Your Let idols. Us, what? Kill your idols. Kill your idols. <laughs> kill your dar- darlings? Yeah, kill your darlings as well. Um, okay, until next time, we'll see you at the Culinary Fair in Jersey. <laughs>